What are you doing? Sometimes, princess. Sometimes, you just have to take a risk. Mr. Man, what's your name? Whatever, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, I'll jot it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. Hello and welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of June 2nd, 2019. This is episode 47. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilms, Muppets, Pixar, Fox, the Parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Hey, whether you're planning on your next Disney Park vacation, a cruise, a vacation to Batu, or just anywhere, be sure to contact Destinations with Character Travel, the official travel partner of the Disney Marvel Podcast. Email them at info at destinationswithcharacter.com or visit, them, visit their website at www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Again, the email address is info at destinationswithcharacter.com and the website is www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Be sure to tell them that the Disney Marvel Podcast sent you. And now, for the news. folks there's a lot of news here so sit back relax enjoy the tale this is what happens whenever disney has a lot to announce or puts out big press releases at once obviously the big news galaxy's edge opened up to raving raving reviews a lot of good reviews a lot of big information a lot of videos out there uh by by different people by disney themselves be sure to check them out and other news from Cruise Critic. An extended agreement between Disney Cruise Lines and Can the Canaveral Port Authority will see that the line spends more time at Port Canaveral, most commonly associated with the Orlando area. In the coming years, the 20-year agreement goes into effect June 1st, or went into effect on June 1st, and increases the number of guaranteed calls from 150 to 180 in 2023 2023 and 216 guaranteed calls in 2024 2024 as under the previous terms the updated agreement states that the two disney's two of the disney's three new ships all to set sail between 2021 and 2023 will home port in port canaveral for at least five years the Canaveral Port Authority of Commissioners unanimously voted to accept the agreement on Wednesday, or back whenever this was, uh, replacing the existing agreement that was set to expire on December 31st, 2027, 2027. The new arrangement comes four months after Disney Cruise Lines proposed to renovate Terminal 8 at Port Canaveral, and the terms maintain Disney's sole use of Terminal 8 while adding preferential use of Terminal 10. Disney also recently entered two other port agreements, 
one with Port Miami to create a terminal that can house large ships, and one with the Bahamas to create a second private destination. Also sticking with the Disney Cruise Line, Disney Cruise Line's Navigator app has been updated to include a few new features, allowing more cruise planning to take place within the app itself. The Navigator app, which was mainly an organizational tool without any substantial action capability, will now allow cruisers to make payments, access online check-in, and research and book all cruise activity from dining reservations to spa services. Booking capabilities will be enabled once a passenger is within 130 days of their cruise. On Tuesday, May 21st, Disney Chairman and CEO Bob Iger joined the Oriental Land Company Chairman and CEO Toshio Kagami at Tokyo Seas in a special groundbreaking ceremony for the resort's eighth and newest port, Fantasy Springs. Scheduled to open in fiscal year 2022-2022, the new development, which includes a hotel offering deluxe and luxury level accommodations, is part of the largest expansion at Tokyo Disney Seas since it opened in 2001. Fantasy Springs will be themed to magical springs that, uh, themed to a magical spring that leads to a world of Disney fantasies with three areas inspired by popular Disney films Frozen, Tangled, and Peter Pan. Guests will experience the stories of each film through four new attractions and three restaurants while discovering waterfalls and ponds flowing with magical spring waters as they move through the new port. A Disney hotel has also been developed exclusively for the expansion and will overlook Fantasy Springs from its location within Tokyo Disney Seas. Guests can now guests can now live out their own Star Wars adventures in the largest single theme land expansion in Disney Park history. With the official opening of Star Wars Galaxy Edge at Disneyland Park in California. An epic grand opening ceremony was held two weeks ago at Disneyland Parks for the more than 14-acre land, which will also open at Disney Hollywood Studios in Florida on August 29th of this year. Joining Disney Chairman and CEO Bob Iger at this spectacular event was Disney legend George Lucas, the visionary filmmaker who first took the audiences to a galaxy far, far away with the release of Star Wars, which was later dubbed Star Wars A New Hope back in 1977, as well as three beloved actors from the Star Wars saga, or Skywalker saga, I, I apologize, Billy D. Williams was there with his daughter, Disney legend Mark Hamill, and Harrison Ford. Actually, uh, side note, that was actually one of my favorite moments. Harrison Ford actually... Uh, gave a little nod to Peter Mayhew uh, during the uh, rehearsed section of the uh, of the event and it, it was it was quite touching um, it was quite touching at least for me it was on to other news new fireworks shows join the fun at Mickey's very merry Christmas party as Walt Disney World transforms into a winter wonderland beginning November 8th 
Mark that down now. If you want to be part of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, it will begin November 8th this year. Contact Destinations with Character to start your bookings. So starting November 8th, Walt Disney World Resort will unwrap its 2019 holiday season with a very merry festive festivities across its theme parks, resorts, and Disney Springs. This year marks the debut of an all-new seasonal offering through Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park and a spectacular new holiday-themed fireworks show at the Magic Kingdom Park. It all adds up to the most fun this side of the North Pole, with special live entertainment characters in festive garbs, seasonal decor, holiday treats, special eats, miles and miles of garland and decorations, and shimmering castles to lift the holiday spirit. While Santa and his elves are busy preparing for the holidays, savvy guests are already planning their holiday vacation at Walt Disney World. To help with your planning in advance, take a look, and here is the holiday happenings across the resort. So over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, which joins in the fun for the very first time this year, Disney's Animal Kingdom will introduce the biggest holiday season into its two-decade history. With the uh, festivals, with festivities, new entertainment, and holiday decor in every land, daytime and nighttime, guests will experience the majesty of nature and holiday magic. Here are some of what they, they have in store. In the heart of the park on Discovery Island, guests will find themselves immersed in a magical scene by day, stylized, life-sized, animal puppet uh, mingle with villagers who make th this island their home. As day becomes knife, night, root, uh, rooftop uh, luminaires in animal shapes and bird lanterns throughout Discovery Island will bring warm glows to the village. At sunset, the Tree of Life will awaken with a series of wintry tales emerging from within backed by a familiar and heartwarming holiday music score. Between awakening moments, the Tree of Life will shimmer and sparkle throughout the night, alive with magic of the nature and the spirit of the holidays. Dinoland USA will rock out with the DJ-led Holiday Hoopla Dance Party with Chip and Dale. The plenty of interactive fun and games Throughout the land, characters gather for Donald's Dino Bash will get the holiday spirits with colorful costumes. Diwali, the holiday festival of lights in India, has inspired the residents of Anandapur in glowing flowers. Lanterns and more will illuminate the main square leading to the waterfront stage, home of the authentic and colorful cultural performances. The village of Harambe in Africa will welcome guests with a unique holiday presentation, fusing Western tradition with the colors and textures of authentic African celebrations, colorful costuming, and new music flavors each performance. Tusker House dinners get their merry as uh, merry on as Safari Donald Duck and his pals spread holiday cheer. Uh, Donald's going to be running between Donald. Dinoland and Africa. He's going to be one busy duck. Guests will find out find out of this world Christmas time fun in Pandora World of Avatar 
expats living and working on the moon of Pandora roll out seasonal fun with displays at Pungu Pungu of Kitski. Kitski, I apologize, I haven't been there yet. Holiday decor. Pairing vintage pieces from Earth with items handcrafted from materials indigenous to Pandora. A Christmas tree will tower over the park's entrance, decorated with traditional ornaments and hidden animals. The tree is a prelude to the holiday magic that waits inside the park. Magic Kingdom Park to unveil new holiday fireworks shows. The sky above the Magic Kingdom Park will sparkle to life this holiday season as visions of fireworks dance in the air during an all-night nighttime show, Mindy's Wonderful Christmas Fireworks. Hosted by Minnie Mouse, the holiday extravaganza invites guests to come together in a celebration of heartfelt moments and magic of Christmas. The show will be presented during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which takes place select dates between November 8th, December 22nd, and nightly from December 23rd through the 29th of December. The holiday season will also see uh, the Magic Kingdom transform into an enchanting wonderland with dazzling decor decorations, holiday treats, and shimmering ice castles and more. Returning holiday favorites include the glittery Cinderella Castle, uh, the centerpiece of the Magic Kingdom shines its brightest during the holidays. This is true. Guests will be swept into a magical scene of seasonal music, characters in their festive finery, and fireworks bursting above. During a frozen holiday wish stage show, Queen Elsa magically transforms Cinderella Castle with gli uh, glittering ice. Holiday fireworks dessert parties are a sweet way to enjoy the new holiday fireworks. Offered nightly, each festival party includes seasonal treats and dazzling views of the new fireworks spectacular. Dessert parties are not included with the theme park admission. So for the schedule, pricing information, reservations, go to destinationswithcharacter.com or contact Destinations with Character. To, they will get you all set up. Um, or if any other questions, you can also call 407-WDW-DINE. But my preference, go to Destinations with Character. They'll get you set up. Each of the 23 nights of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party will feature performances of Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Parade, a totally Tomorrowland Christmas, and Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration stage show. Guests will also experience select rides and attractions, including the Jingle Cruise, Savor complimentary treats, discover events, exclusive merchandise, and delight in the magical snowfall on Main Street, USA. Now get your pen and paper ready. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party dates are, and this is November, November 8th, 11th, 12th, 14th, 15th, 17th, 19th, 21st, 22nd, 24th. In December, it's going to be the 1st, 3rd, 5th, 6th, 8th, 10th, 12th, 13th, 15th, 17th, 19th, 20th, 22nd. For more information and ticketing, again, contact Destinations with Character for your booking needs and any questions. 
Beloved Epcot's Candlelight Processional begins November 29th as the highlights of the holiday festival. Joyous Yuletide tradition from across the globe, uh, from all across the globe, are here and are the heart, uh, at the heart of Epcot. International Festival of the Holidays from November 29th, 2019 through December 30th, 2019. Merrymakers will be immersed in a vast world of holiday decorations and entertainment, themed merchandise, festival cuisine, and costume storytellers in many of the 11 worlds showcased uh, the showcase nation. Epcot's greatest holiday tradition, the Candlelight Procession, features the retelling of the Christmas story by a celebrity narrator uh, backed by a 50-piece orchestra and massive choir. Performances will run three times a night during the festival. Narrators are already announced for this year include Whoopi Goldberg, Pat Sajak, Stephen Curtis Chapman, and Edward James Olmos. More narrators will be announced in the coming months. Dining packages, including uh, guaranteed seating for the holiday event, can be booked starting July 3rd by contacting your travel agent or calling 407-WDW-DINE. The special holiday kitchens sprinkled throughout the World Showcase will serve up tasty treats inspired by treasured holiday recipes from across the globe. World Showcase pavilions will come alive with the sights and sounds of special entertainment ce- uh, celebrating each country's holiday heritage. Chip and Dale are also busy over here gathering ornaments from their Christmas tree and guests can join in the fun and be part of Chippendale's Christmas tree spree scavenger hunt. Guests will be uh, will purchase a map and stickers from select merchandise outlets and scout the world showcase locations looking for famous chipmunks as their uh, as their ornaments. Completed, uh, completed maps are returned for a special festive surprise courtesy of the Chipmunk Duo. With its premiere scheduled for October 1st, 2019, holiday guests will be among the first to view Epcot Forever, a new nighttime spectacular bursting above the World Showcase Lagoon. Epcot guests can quite, uh, quite literally do their holiday shopping around the world the World Showcase Pavilion are filled with favorite fragrances, jewelry, toys, stocking stuffers, and more. While Santa and Mrs. Claus will greet guests at the American Adventure Pavilion. Disney's Hollywood Studios glitter with spectacular holiday entertainment. Holiday adventures begin at Disney Hollywood Studios as new attractions and lands turn into the theme park turns the theme park into one of the big holiday gifts. Added seasonal shows, enchanting snowfalls, decor and more, and it's easy to see how holidays here become extraordinary. Park guests will be mesmerized by the sunset season greetings show projected onto the Hollywood uh, Tower Hotel, boasting amazing laser effects and snow. The experiences also include stories, songs, and cheer courtesy of favorite Disney friends. The nighttime spectacular Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam 
will treat holiday goers to iconic music, fireworks, and special effects and state-of-the-art projections to create a one-of-a-kind holiday experience at the iconic Chinese theater. To add a sweet touch, guests will be able to make reservations for the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam holiday dessert party. This event is not included with your theme park commission and pricing and reservation information will be available later this year. Holiday touches and festive decor throughout the park will include uh, seasonal fun inside Toy Story Land as well as the joyous greetings from our Santa and Santa Goofy. As a as the as a creation closer, Olaf delivers a special holiday finale in the for the first time and forever Frozen sing along. While guests are merry making through the park, they will want to stop at the new Star Wars Galaxy Edge, where they can live their own Star Wars adventures and find the perfect holiday gift. From a galaxy far, far away, Star Wars Galaxy Edge and its experiences are subject to capacity. So keep in mind, just because you're in the park, you may not be able to get to Galaxy's Edge. Now over at Disney Springs, Disney Springs delivers season, uh, season's greetings. Perfect for this special time of year, the Disney Springs Retail, Dining, and Entertainment District is where guests can make a holiday list and check it twice as they breeze among dozens of trendy brand name stores and large and varied collections of Disney merchandise. They can also indulge the holiday hunger, uh, hungries at great dining spots that will also serve up seasonal cheer. Live entertainment will include the holiday spectacular of toy soldiers, stilt walkers, carolers, and living statues in holiday attire. Holiday decorations set the colorful stage for Disney Springs festivities, which runs from November 8th through January 5th, 2020. So starting November 8th, 2019 through January 5th, 2020. You get a few more extra days to experience this. Guests rolling the Christmas tree trail will be treated to custom decorated holiday trees, each decorated to a popular Disney themed featuring favorite Disney characters. At Santa's Chalet, a jolly Santa Claus welcomes guests from, de uh, from December 25th to the 31st. Santa Goofy takes over after Old St. Nick returns to the North Pole. Guests will be invited to join in the Stitches Holiday gift hunt and discover where the mischievous experiment 626 is hiding. Disney Resorts also deck the halls. Resort hotels across Walt Disney World will be decorated out for the holiday seasonal uh, decor and massive Christmas trees ushered in festive spirits. A life-size holiday gingerbread house at the Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa is the place to pick up Christmas treats, including, of course, tasty gingerbread. Disney's Beach Club Resort boasts a life-size edible carousel as a holiday tradition, while the Holiday Village with a miniature train takes center stage at Disney's Yacht Club Resort. A special dining experience always ties the big red ribbon around the holiday uh, holidays. Holiday menus that celebrate the seasons will be found at restaurants throughout Disney Resort hotels. 
for the holiday dining information. Again, contact Destinations of Character Travel or call 407-WDW-DINE. Over in other areas of the news, Dwayne Johnson has shared a new picture from the set of Disney's Jungle Cruise movie. Johnson shared the image in honor of completion of the reshoots. The movie based on the attraction and starring Dwayne Johnson, Emily Blunt, Edgar Ramirez, and Jack Whitehall, and Paul Giamatti comes out in theaters July 24th, 2020. 2020. At D23 this year, Walt Disney Archives will present Heroes and Villains, the Art of the Disney Costume. Which will give guests an opportunity to get close, up close and personal looks at various outfits worn by their favorite characters over the last 55 years of Disney movies and TV shows. Now on to the rumors. WDW News Today reports that the Brazil p- Pavilion is imminent. It will be built between Germany and Italy on the one and a half acre expansion pad. The new pavilion will expected to be open somewhere by 2022-2022. MovieWeb is reporting that, according to a new report, Mark Webb is currently in talks to direct Snow White for Disney. This is the same director that did The Amazing Spider-Man. No deal has been made yet, but he is supposedly at the studio, he's the studio's choice for the gig. Uh, assuming that he can make it happen, Erica Cassandra Wilson from The Girl on the Train is also in negotiations to pen the screenplay for the remake. Should both of these deals make uh, come true, they'll join a team that already includes the songwriters, the Oscar winner duo, Benji Pisek and Justin Paul, who are behind La La Land the, and The Greatest Showman. Pesek and Paul are collaborating with Disney on their recent uh, re-release of Aladdin, the live-action remake, which has also uh, proved to be a hit at the box office, and the music is good. Definitely good. I mean, that's that's a great resume there. So, a lot of potential here for this upcoming show, upcoming movie. We shall be keeping an eye out for this one. And we will be back in a moment. And now, on with the show. Here comes a wave meant to wash me away A tide that is taking me under Swallowing sand, I've got nothing to say My voice drowned out in the thunder What if I told you that Disney will put out a movie starring a Grammy Award winning rapper a pink Power Ranger, and a guy from a Nickelodeon TV show. What would you say? Sorry to get all 30 for 30 on you, but you'd probably say that um, I'm crazy. You would probably say Disney has lost their marbles. You would probably say that this was one of the strangest ideas that they've had since the 80s. And you'd probably be right. But I'm talking about Disney's most recent live-action remake of one of their 
animated classics, neoclassics, Aladdin, the 2019 Aladdin starring the Grammy Award winning Will Smith, the Pink Power Ranger from the more recent Power Ranger movie Naomi Scott, and the guy from a Nickelodeon TV show that most people probably never even heard of before, Mina Masood. You'd be surprised. And to think that Madonna's ex-husband directed it, Guy Ritchie, which explains some of the movie. The acting in it is good. The music is fantastic. The colors are amazing. The pacing works. The story comes together. And it comes full circle. It's got some new twists in it. Uh, it it's it's a lot of the movie that you know, but it picks up at a different point. the The beginning is it's edited differently. Um, how it all comes together. the The music. The music is phenomenal. I haven't stopped listening to the soundtrack yet. Bought the next day, and it was something else. You know most of the songs. You know almost all the songs, but they do have their own new take, new fresh version of them. Uh, particularly the ones that the genie sings. And there is a new song called Speechless, which I'm sh you could look up on YouTube. It's all over the place with very good reason. Um, it's a song performed by Jasmine Naomi Scott. And the pipes on this girl. Who knew she could sing like that? Well, she was in Lemonade Mouth years ago on the Disney Channel. But even then, uh, you know, to be able to handle a song of this magnitude in this type of situation, a movie... It was, it was, um, I guess maybe because it took me off guard. I was not expecting it. Um, even though I'd kind of watched a, a clip on YouTube that Disney had put out about the song. But, uh, it, it's, um, not just this one song, but the, the, how everything is handled. Will Smith with the Genie songs, um, definitely puts his own flair on it, um, his own little flavor in it. And, um, Everyone handles the songs very well. They are slightly different arrangements, and but it just it all works. Um, so with this review, I'm going to assume that you have seen the animated version. And if you, I'm not going to try and go into spoilers for the live action version, but I I will point a few things out. And I do, like I said, uh, we'll assume that you've seen the animated one. So I will make references to that. Um, Joining the cast will be, you know, you, you do have Frank Welker reprising his uh, roles as the voice. Yes, that Frank Welker. Uh, Megatron. That, uh, yeah, Frank Welker. Uh, he was the Cave of Wonders in the animated version and Abu. He reprises the roles of Abu and Cave of Wonders in this one. So the voices that you hear for Abu and for Cave of Wonders is the original uh, reprised roles. Um, Alan uh, Tudyk is the guy from Firefly. Um, in this one, he does the voice of Iago. It's obviously not uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Um, he's more more of an actual uh, talking uh, parrot than it is, um, or talking macaw than it is actually a, uh, um, how he was in the, the animated movie. This is actually uh, Alan's eighth Disney movie. Um, not including Firefly or Serenity, which are now Disney movies, but um, 
Yeah, I, I was unaware that he'd actually been this involved in it. Um, he was in Wrecked Ralph. He was King Candy in Turbo. In Frozen, um, he was the Duke of Weaselton. Big Hero 6, he was uh, Alistair Carey. Zootopia, he was uh, uh, Duke Weaselton. No, he was the, he was the Weasel. He was uh, Duke Weasel. And uh, Moana, he provided the voice vocal effects for the Hen Hen the Chicken. Uh, Rogue One, the Star Wars story, he was K2SO. And Ralph Breaks the Internet, he was Nosemore. Um, so he, he's actually been quite relied on recently. Um, and, you know, just kind of the, the range of those characters. Uh, he he definitely does a very good job at providing uh, different characters with his voice, um, especially when you compare King Candy, the new Iago, and um, K2SO. Quite the uh, quite the range. It's it's not your typical. Um, you won't say okay, that's him, that's him, that's him. Uh, kind of like Jim Cummins, uh, Frank Welker, uh, all of those. Um, you do uh, appreciate their work, but you don't necessarily always know it's them, which that's that's the point of the voice actors. So he does a fantastic job as well. So right through the whole movie, casting is good. Aladdin, I think I would have to say of the, the main characters, Gene Aladdin, Jasmine, and Jafar, was probably the weaker one, and I don't mean that bad. I, I don't mean that in a negative way, saying that he was a weak character. Um, maybe it was the direction of it. Um, I'm not as familiar with Guy Ritchie movies. I know him as a more artistic style of, of that he does more of an artistic style of movie. And in this case, that you do get that. You do get a more artistic. It's not a straight shoot um, action or straight just roll of the film um he does slow down the pace at times he does either he does play with the timing of the movie which i believe is one of his his trademarks he during one jump he uh, speeds up the film and so it, it's he speeds up the film music track stays the same so the timing could be a little for me it was a little off but it wasn't bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying that there is a problem with it. I just noticed, okay, it just seems like, well, how come he's not running? They're moving fast, but he's not running. That's just nitpicking. Seriously, it's just nitpicking. Uh, there's a few other times he does that. He plays with the timing. Um, you, you, this isn't a spoiler because you've seen it in the, the ads. If you watch the ads, at one point Aladdin goes flying out a window, and he slows the film down at that point to create more of a dramatic effect works brilliantly there I think there was a couple of other times and it works it works for the most part just uh the one jump ahead scene for me was where it uh where it kind of didn't work as well but again not as a, a doesn't kill the movie not a deal breaker love the song Jasmine's entered into this movie a lot earlier than she is in the animated movie in a different way. Um, both my, my my boys actually even loved it. Uh, my whole family loved the movie. 
boys, I, I was afraid they, they're obsessed with the ladder at the moment. And I was afraid with how would they react to a two plus hour version of a 90 minute movie. And they sat through the whole thing and just took it in. They, they loved it. They had no problems with switching from the anime to the live action. That the characters were different. They accepted the characters for who they were. Um, it is a kid-friendly version, if you are worried about that. There is no giant snake. Sorry if that's a, a spoiler, but there is no giant snake to, in it. Um, there is a different way that the, the, uh, the ending works out. But, again, I think it worked fine. The, the colors. I think maybe that's what attracted, you know, what would attract them, especially younger kids. The colors are so brilliant and alive and bright. It is, it's just so rich. The colors are very rich. Not muted or toned down whatsoever. Jasmine's outfits are a perfect example. Just the, the bright pinks or um, teals and just all different colors and everything is just it's very rich and very colorful and just vivid on the screen um, pops forward there is a few dance numbers that are kind of a Bollywood style which I was very happy for I, w I was hoping for some little bit of Bollywood hints in this and they, they did throw that in there which again worked brilliantly was nice and it, it was fantastic um, the how the characters are introduced works out well too. Aladdin gets the same kind of introduction, and Jasmine, Jasmine, you meet in a different way. Um, kind of it would be late, something that happened later, and the animated movie happens earlier, and the live action still plays out well. Jafar, you get more story to Jafar, which is nice. They fleshed out that character more, other than. Well, here's the evil guy with the staff and the curly beard. Um, he is, he is, I mean, he does have a beard, but it's not the big curly beard. And you can tell he's evil, but there's more of a purpose behind his evil. And you get, you get a little bit of a backstory. And it, it just kind of flushes that character out more and explains things as things goes along. Genie has a different... Uh, style to him obviously it's Will Smith but he, it's still that fun loving genie that you you want that you grew up with in Aladdin he pays respect to Robin Williams genie there is a few nods to Robin Williams genie in this movie uh, which which was very nice they're quick then there's two Disney Easter eggs that I picked up on uh, that go by quick and if you're paying attention, you'll see them. If you're just kind of trying, looking at the larger picture instead of focusing, you'll miss them. The, as my wife explains it, Will Smith's genie, Robin Williams set the, the bar. He is the genie. That's, that's the bar. Will Smith is the bomb genie, as she put it. That's her words, not mine. And I'm not cool enough to use those kind of words. But he is, he's the Fresh Prince meets the genie. And that works beautifully. in just kind of the way that he handles it. Uh, there's a dance scene that Will Smith is in human form, not genie form. And 
he's basically telling Aladdin, you know, if you, you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to go and work, you know, try and uh, introduce yourself with the princess and try and, you know, win her favor, try to try to improve on where you messed up before, get away from me because you're not going to ruin my good time. I've been trapped in a land for a thousand years. You know, I don't get to do this often. And it just, the way he pulls it off is is brilliant. It's fun. It's it's fresh. It's different, but it's believable, and it's still it's still the genie character that you expected or you're familiar with, but definitely in a different style and a different. You know, he puts his own taste to it, his own flavors to it, and like I said, you recognize the character, but he plays off differently. But it's not it's not awkward. It's not awkward, it's not weird, it's not something that you don't want. It's not something that you are forcing yourself to accept. It's definitely not something that you're forcing yourself to accept. It is something that you go in and enjoy. It's something that you go in and like. So, Will Smith, Genie, brilliant. Je Naomi Scott as Jasmine, again, you told me the Pink Power Ranger is, is going to be the prin a Disney princess. <laughs> no, she worked well. She, she just she has that very Jasmine esque um, style to her. That little rebellious princess that Jasmine is. That it's okay. I understand my purpose, but I feel I have a greater purpose. And they do give Jasmine a greater purpose in this. Where in the animated film, she is a side. She's a side character. You know, let's accept that, that. She is a side character. She is not the main character. Aladdin is the main character. She's not the main character in this, but her role has been pushed up. She There's a lot more role to her. There's a lot more purpose to her. Um, it's not just the princess that dreamed of going beyond the castle walls. This is a, a princess that dreams about going beyond the castle walls and what her back little bit of a backstory is and what her ambitions are and I won't spoil that for you but she has an ambition she has a dream she has a purpose she has a goal in life of something that she feels she should be able to do and society won't let her and kind of how she battles with that a little bit um they added a few new characters into this who again fit in fit in very well uh Aladdin so Masood's version of Aladdin is, is it's about the same um he's not quite as dashing as Aladdin in the animated movie he is kind of that you know humble still that humble character um but a little Maybe a little more bullheaded. Um, he's yeah, he's not far off. He's definitely enjoyable, and he play he he plays the part well um, as it is written for him. And it's still a lot of that, you know. I, I this is what I want. I don't know how to do it. Gene suggests one thing. He doesn't want to do that. The chemistry between the three main characters works out really well too. One thing that maybe you'll go in thinking, especially if you've watched Aladdin recently, 
and or if you know the movie very well. And my son even said this. He goes, Dad, they didn't have this line. And I was thinking to myself, wait, I'm expecting this line here or expecting that line there. And then a lot of the, the ad-lib lines or maybe Robin Williams lines or even not say Robin Williams lines or just some of the com- comedical lines they did take out in, in reasons for the other, uh, just to change it up so it's not exactly the same movie. And I can't fault them for that because I'm not there to see the same exact movie that I saw in the 90s that someone drew. This is a movie that I I want to see a new fresh version of. So I don't want it for I don't want it for line for line. Why would you want it line for line? You know, Aladdin going, oh look, Abu, not not often that you see a horse with two rear ends. Or uh, Genie's Genie's uh, Roddy Dangerfield. I can't believe I'm losing to a rug. Not in there, and I don't want them to be there. Would it be nice? Would I have laughed? Whatever you know, appreciate them there. Yes, but being that they're not there, I'm not upset. I I, I don't take that. I don't take it as a bad thing, and it it works out. Again, the movie flow still works out fine. The scene still happens. Of whenever Aladdin says, "Look you know, about the rear ends," that scene's still in there, but just the interaction works out a little differently. So you get, you know what, in this movie too, you also get more of a sense of Agrabah, where in the animated, you're just pretty much in the the bazaar. Here you get, you see more of the town and how it all, you know, where it's settled it's and how it, it pans out. The Cave of Wonders itself is also a little different. It's grand, but, but not as big. Um... It, it is more of a defined cave and just kind of a um, a quicker plays out a little faster um, you don't have as many rooms and as much dramatics happening in there but this also isn't the 90s computer generated imaging is not a new toy to pl- that um, they're playing with to show off what we can do which in the 90s animated movies is what they were doing you know, computer generating imaging in animated movies started with Oliver and Company. Aladdin only came out a few years after that. It was they were working on probably roughly around the same time. And so you have when Aladdin is escaping from the Cave of Wonders on carpet, which is mostly computer generated imaging, they were showing off new technology for that. And that's why they did it. You don't need to do that now because computer generated imaging in movies is so commonplace. You know, live action or animated or, or whatnot, it's, it's all there. So this is something that, okay, we could shorten down here and give you more elsewhere. And they did give you more elsewhere. The whole new world song, beautiful. Um, the rendition of it works, works well. They show you, you know, flying all over the place, different countries. They go to China, stop by Milan. Um, you don't see Milan, but it, the kind of references hinted there, and uh, a few other places that they they fly around. Uh, they end up somewhere different, which it worked out nice, and um, so that was nice. The <laughs> genie coming in for uh, Prince Al- the Prince Ali entrance, 
is is fantastic. It, it is grand. It is the hoopla. It, it is it worked. It is different than Robin Williams. How Robin Williams performed it and how they drew it. This still works out very well. A lot of great moments in that, and it is just just big fun number. The big fun number that it's supposed to be. The payoff at the end works out well. You do know what's happening. Uh, obviously, if you've seen the animated movie, you you kind of know what kind of the end is. But there's a new twist on the end of this movie. And let me just say it this way: if you're, especially if you know your trivia about the uh, original Aladdin movie, they do bring it full circle because it does start off in a way. Not the same way, but in a way that the original Aladdin movie starts off. But they do bring a kind of... They explain that out some more. And you're going, that was brilliant. So, Aladdin. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, if, you, if you have seen it, go see it again. This time, bring the kids with you. Fun movie. I definitely recommend it. I can't wait for it to come out on Blu-ray so my kids can watch it a hundred million times instead of wearing out the animated version disc like they have been recently. This is what I get for being a Disney dad and saying, oh look, the Disney, the Aladdin live action movie is coming out. Let me show them the animated movie. I got a month now till Lion King comes out. Time to switch that up. Two weeks till Toy Story, so maybe we'll go there first. But they, they've seen all the Toy Stories. So Lion King is next. Let's see what John Favreau did with that. I trust John Favreau. Um, I didn't know what to expect from Guy Ritchie. I I have to say I'm pleasantly pleased, and I I can't wait to see kind of find some more behind the scenes. You know, and get the soundtrack too. The soundtrack is so worth it. The songs are so fun and so enjoyable. You just you keep going over and over again. So have you seen Aladdin yet? And what did you think? Are you going, Matthew, you were crazy. This movie was not what you said it was, and I will never see it again. How dare Disney ruin the animated classic like this? And if that's your thoughts, fine. Or you're going, Matthew, you're crazy. This is the best movie ever. I, I, I won 14 times, and, and I know every line about it, and, and it, it's the, the behind the scenes, and the, all this, there's, there's 15 Disney references that you did not mention, that did not see, and that's fine too. Let me know your thoughts, please. Put them in the comments, or leave them on uh, Facebook, at the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Again, the Facebook group is facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Make sure you give us a like on there. Or join the Twitter discussion at Disney Marvel's. Again, we're on Twitter at Disney Marvel's. <clears throat> you can also email the show with your suggestions or ideas or answers to Disney Marvel's at gmail.com. Again, the email address for the show is Disney Marvel's at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message through Anchor <clears throat> or the Anchor app. Uh, which you can get for your iOS or Android device. I want to thank you for your time. I know how precious little time you have, especially how long the news took today. I'm sorry. Um, but I, I know how little time you have and how difficult life is and how you're running from here, you're running from there, you have to get kids here, you have to take the dog there. You, 
whatever it is, you're constantly always on the move and you don't have much time. None of us have much time anymore. 24 hours is not what it used to be. And the fact that you're taking any time out to listen to me, that you're taking a little bit of time out in listening to me, means a lot. And I, I do truly appreciate it. And I, I, I'm very thankful that you're, you come along every week and listen to me. And really, thank you from the bottom of my heart. If I could just ask you to take a little more time, though, and this is, um, not, I'm not being greedy, but please share out. Please tell your friends, anyone that you know likes Disney or Marvel, Lucas, or any of this type of stuff, let them know about the show. Because remember, it, it's Disney, so it's family. And the bigger the Disney family, the better. I mean, Walt used to th dream of having a big family because he knew the, the value of family. And he did have the two daughters, but we're all part of his extended family. And like I said, the bigger the Disney family, the better. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so that way whenever I do put out new episodes, you know about it. Make sure to download the episodes and while you're at it, think about becoming a premium subscriber to help the show out. Uh, it does help keep the lights on. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash Disney Marvels slash support. One more time. It's anchor.fm slash Disney Marvels slash support. Remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Or you could also go over to Tee Public and get some Disney Marvel swag and wear that about. That helps support the show too. So the ink, the link for the Tee Public shop is in the comments below. Or you could go to the Facebook group and find it there. Or send me a message. I'll send it to you directly. If you're planning your next Disney vacation, make sure to contact Destinations with Character Travel Agency. They are the Disney earmarked agency specializing in Disney cruises and resort vacations and the trusted travel partner of the Disney Marvel podcast. Whether you're planning on going to Hawaii, to the Alani Resort, or taking a trip to Batu, they will help you with all that. They will help you with your reservations, give you suggestions on dining, any type of any questions that you have, they will help you with any type of planning questions, or they just take the stress and the hassle out of the planning for you. You just call them up, you email them, you go to their website, you contact them, you tell them, this is what I want to, this is where I want to go, this is when I want to go, and they help you right through it. It makes it nice and easy and painless. It's vacation. It shouldn't be painful. It shouldn't be stressful. This is where you're going to get away from that, and they will make sure that happens. So if you need to contact them, which you should, Go to www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Again, their website is www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Or email them at info at destinationswithcharacter.com. Again, the email address is info at destinationswithcharacter.com. And tell them you heard about them on the Disney Marvel podcast. They make dream vacations come true every single day. Whatever you're facing out there, Whatever difficulties, whatever troubles, whatever stripes, whatever darkness that you're facing, or impossible things that are up against you, don't give up. Don't ever give up. Look deep within inside yourself. You will find the strength that you need. You will find the light within you that will carry you through. Be your own hero. Never give up or give in. And now I'd like to end this show with a quote. 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 Quote from Walt Disney. 
It is. Of all of our interventions for mass communications, pictures still speak the most universal, understood language. And that's Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time. Made you look.